Out of the ashes you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. In case you missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check it out. Here's what went down. If you can master rewards and motivation, because reward and motivation is the same thing, then you will make the most money in the world. Coming up today, the number one myth on my Twitter, I've pulled this a million times. People think investing your money is how you get rich. It's crazy. They think they're gonna start with 100 bucks, make good passive investment decisions, and become rich. What? Show me the Forbes list guys that do that. Only active investment makes you money. I think status, that's the biggest thing I learned from Dr. David Buss. Oh, read more Dr. David Buss, I'm telling you. Best author, I think, if you want to understand life. He is, he's, he's actually on retainer. He's one of my advisors. He's a genius of epic proportions. So the main, the number one takeaway that I learned is the importance of status. And by the way, that's why social media, all of you people here, so many people want to be a social media influencer because status is fungible, which basically means it's what's exchangeable. And today, to my grandma, I said, did you guys see my Snapchat with her yesterday? I said, grandma, you have uh, 49,000 likes on your picture. And she goes, I was like, do you know what Instagram is? She's like, no. So it's not fungible to my grandma. Instagram is no power, but if it's, it's actually much more powerful than I thought. So status, all of you who said you want to be, who said they want to be a social media influencer? Raise your hand. You're probably much more status driven, extroverts, because social media is very powerful nowadays. If you have a big following, you can pretty much like get into clubs by going, like I swear, I never do that because I think it's douchey, but I was in New York and we went to a super hard to get in club and I was like, and we couldn't get in. We were staying way back at the front and I was like, and they're like, Ty, go stand in the front. You know we'll get in. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Sure enough, I walked close to the thing and the promoter's like, dude, ah, and just cleared the whole fucking place. And I don't do that. That's not that important to me at this uh, point. But I'll tell you what Charlie Munger said. He said the earned respect of your peers is one of the sweetest things in the world. So whoever it is you respect as a peer, never let people tell you things like happiness is all internal or something like that. They don't know how happiness works. That's not how happiness works. It's not just being a Buddhist monk. Yeah. Ty, how would you change the education system? You're asking all the questions I was thinking about a lot today. I would basically, well, I'll tell you this. What I wish, if I could go back in time, I would have my mom pull me out of school at seven and just have me go work on cool business little projects as a seven-year-old. And then I read a lot. So everything else I needed to learn, I already learned in books. History, give your kids a badass uh, history book. There's some good ones. If you've ever read, uh, what's the guy who wrote Hawaii, all those books? Mitch. There's a guy who wrote James Michener. 
Give your kids James Michener books are like history, sex, and all that. When you're like 12, a James Michener book is like, yes, I get this book. Give them that. You'll learn all about the world history. Basically, school is a complete waste of time. And I used to think kind of say that, and now I'm like, ugh. And especially if you think your kids will be above average. I think if you expect it for average, I think school can be good because I don't know that you're going to be able to, I don't know if it's realistic to tear down all schools and make all kids. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm a realist too. I was just saying for me. And so if you think your kids have the chance and if if you're here, you probably have a good chance your kids have an opportunity to be above average. I would rip them out of school. I would have them do lots of social stuff. I'd have them in jujitsu. And you know how they always say, off you homeschool and you don't get social? What? You got them do jujitsu, swim, thing, all that kind of stuff. But I, and I'd, I'd have them learn a lot of languages. I would have them, it, you guys are lucky because you know, I had a single mom that wasn't, she was grinding out life. But if you're an entrepreneur, just take your kids with you. Buy this, tra- not buy, you guys don't have to buy. This traveling CEO program I just launched is going to be cool. Because I think a lot of you, by the hands raised, um, this is a new program I launched. Like I said, it's free for you guys that were in this program. So we'll get, we'll get you access if you don't have it. But it's how to travel the world, make money, and have fun. Traveling is freaking cool. And I'll tell you, who here wishes they traveled a little bit more? Raise your hand. So in this program, I think I've hacked the code on how to travel. Tim Ferriss, it's kind, Tim Ferriss did this, but it's very outdated in his book. I haven't read his blog if he's updated, but I mean, the book, he had, the four-hour work week is a very, I used to not like it. You know, I, I respect Tim Ferriss much more now than I used to because I, I've looked into his stuff and, and so I was wrong on some of my takes on Tim Ferriss. I don't agree with everything. Four-hour week, work week, the title is a tad bit. Uh, misleading. I don't think you can be successful working four hours a week. Four hours a day sounds about right. Three, three hours a day, you could get it down to. You ain't going to do big stuff in four. I don't. But his thesis on how to travel and have fun is on the right track. Now, this new program is like the one that works in 2017. Because I don't know if you've read that book. It's like very outdated. It's like how to use, how to log into your home. It's like before the cloud. It's like, how to access your home computer while you're in Malaysia? Uh, You don't do that anymore. (laughs) You have the internet, you have Google Drive and stuff like that. So I think also for those of you that are not tied down, uh, and I'll give you a little brief thing. Are you guys okay with me going a teeny bit longer here? I don't want to rob you of food. Um, What you do in a nutshell, this travel CEO thing, is you set up bases and the reason I didn't like uh, a lot of that for our work week, it's very much like how to couch surf, you know, around the world. I've tested that. That is a great way to lose money. Like, put yourself in a scenario where, like, you don't have your computer. Like, it's like, I now am setting up bases. So I've set up a base uh, in Norway, in London. Um, and these are, I'm just about to close these real estate deals. Uh, San Diego, L.A. I go to Palm Springs in a hotel. I found a great hotel. I don't need to buy a, get a place there. But I've got L.A., San Diego, Palm Springs. I bought a couple farms in Virginia, um, New York City, and then I'm going to set up Miami. So there'll be six bases that are permanent setups. Now, when I, years ago, I didn't have the money to do this. You could just start with one. Um, but you actually set up a place that's yours. More, not Airbnb either. I'm talking about a place that is yours 365. And you leave your clothes there, you leave a laptop there, 
And the best way to travel is what I did yesterday. I now travel with my phone and wallet. That is it. I refuse to bring one item with me. It makes travel so convenient when you have nothing. It's a beautiful thing. And then I got Norway and London. And, and so right now I have eight places and I rotate through on, and I'm putting together a schedule. Now, for those of you who don't are starting out, just pick one. What's a dream place you guys would like to live or visit? Just say visit. New Zealand, Fiji, Cabo, Thailand, where? Oh, Austria. So what I would do is go through your list of things. Let's just keep it simple. We're in, let's say you live in LA and you always dreamed of, like you like going to New York. Just everything you like to do, just do. Life is short, man. It really is. Go and what you do is you set up a travel rotation. So if you have kids, you might not, it might be a different rotation. But just go there on a set schedule, leave a computer there, and immerse yourself in New York because traveling, people get robbed by not traveling correctly and going. I have done the tourist thing. You learn nothing about what that place is actually like. Going from Panama for two weeks is nothing. I mean, it might be a great vacation, but you don't understand anything about Panama. Over the next two years, if you like Panama, go there for two weeks a quarter. You'll make Panamanian friends. You'll learn the restaurants to go to. You'll learn in and outs of where's cool, where's not. You'll know what jungle places to go to. You'll make friends that are politicians and bankers. You'll set up businesses there. It'll be a cool life. And that's what the travel CEO is about, is how to really travel in a way that's cool. Like, I've been going back to Scandinavia now since 2007. Like, it's better. It's almost like how a marriage should be, better and better. I talked to John Gray. You know, he's the guy who wrote... uh, Men are from Mars. He told me his experience with his wife is he's way more attracted to her now, 30 years later. Well, that's a magic trick that he figured out how to do. And a lot of people wish they had that feeling. That's how I feel with Scandinavia. Like I went for the first time in 2006 or something, and I had a kind of okay experience, but I didn't know how to speak. I did, you know, went to the wrong places. Now I go there, I know everybody. I literally almost have the same amount of friends as I do in LA. My experience, my dopamine levels tripled, quadrupled when I go. And so that's why I was saying a lot of the couch surfing stuff is not the way to do it. I've really tested it. London, New York. I hate going to New York for short periods of time. But if you set up a cool little side life in New York, you got all kinds of cool stuff. If you're a single guy, you got a few girls you know there that are cute. You know what I'm saying? Or a woman, you got a few, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. But you know what I'm saying? If you like Cabo... Pick places you could see yourself going there for the next 10 years and making it cooler. Cabo is cool. You can go to Cabo you know, in one hour. Be careful of teeny, teeny vacation places. If you like Cabo, maybe make Miami one. And here's the thing. The businesses that I'm recommending people do, you'll make way more money by doing this. When you go to Miami and you're doing a social media marketing agency, for example, it's a whole new set of business owners. And never forget that a prophet is not without honor except in his own home. It's always a power of being, when I go to Norway, I'm a little bit of a celebrity because here comes a guy from Hollywood and it's like, and he won't be here for long. Scarcity is cool. You pop into Miami and you're like, hey, I do most of my business in LA. Here's what I'm doing with them. That exotic factor is not to be underestimated. It creates scarcity. Like, can I meet you? I'm only here for a week, but I can help you grow your business. 
So that's what the travel CEO thing is. I really think in terms of happiness, it's a cool thing. If you're stuck in one place, dopamine is massively enhanced by change of environment. I mean, this has been proved. Even if you're a boring person, just pick one place 100 miles from you. For sure, who here lives in, Southern, in LA? Anybody live in LA? I think everybody should have San Diego. San Diego is one of the cool places in the world. You can rent a place in San Diego. And here's the thing, if you do it right, rent a place 360, 365 days a year, and then Airbnb it out. You'll pay for most of it. You know, all of these places for me are become profit centers. Like I'm gonna try, so I got like nine places, but I'm gonna make more money from being in nine places. So if you do it right, you get your cake and you eat it too. And it's an easy problem to solve. And so this travel CEO is gonna have cooler and cooler things. We're interviewing top experts on how to get, you know, who here spends money on credit cards? You can build crazy points. God, I mean, there's so many hacks now. You know that right now from LA, you, you can go to Sweden, Stockholm, it's $250 one-way ticket, 250. You got 250 bucks, you're in London, Norway, Sweden, nonstop on a brand new Dreamliner. People think, that's why I say there's so much cool opportunities now. I can bring 10 people from my staff for $2,500 to Norway. It's like, what? It's amazing. So one of the highlights of my life in this last year, so this year I'm doing it a lot more. I was gonna go to Norway on Monday, but I gotta do something. I, I committed to speak at a stupid thing. I'm pissed at myself. <laughs> Maya tried to talk me out of it and I didn't listen to women's intuition. Smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, question unrelated to your last topic. Yep. What would you say is the quickest way to build net worth? Net worth? Yeah, net worth. Personal net worth. Oh man. A without a doubt. A small, a business, business, nothing else trumps it. Oh, we launched this real estate program. You guys got free access to some gangster stuff, by the way. I mean, all these things combined is like 10 or 20 grand, just so you guys know. Um, And go in Cole Hatter, his real estate thing. He just added how to wholesale in there. People are set. We just uploaded the wholesale. Wholesaling is where you don't actually own the home. You contract it for 30 days and then flip the contract to someone else. You make on average two to five grand. We haven't even had to eight video. He only put eight of the 30 videos up. And already these 19-year-old guys are like, here's my five grand check. She made two, four grand after watching the video. I don't know how they did it. How did you just a video and said I got 180K on a How to do it is in this program. You guys got first access to all of it. Go, so by far, the only way to build net worth, it's completely been true. It's not in any passive stuff. The number one myth on my Twitter, I've pulled this a million times. I can't believe how many people think investing your money is how you get rich. Like they think it's crazy. I've ne- look at my Twitter polls. Every Twitter poll, that one beats everyone. They think they're going to start with a hundred bucks, make good passive investment decisions, and become rich. What? <laughs> Show me the Forbes list guys that do that. It's nothing. Does that only active investment makes you money? Period. I mean, there are exceptions where people bought one lottery ticket and made 500 million. That's passive. So for each of you, go out there, start a business actively. Do it with a partner if you need to. Move around. Watch what gets easy results. Don't try to push it harder. Do not work harder. If the shit hasn't worked after six months, for the most part, do something else. And a lot of people go, well, then how do you know how to persevere? Perseverance in some ways is overrated. You should only persevere on the big picture war, not on the battles. 
never persevere in battles. Do you know who the, the only people that gave big armies headaches forever in history? People that didn't persevere. You know the big, I just read this book on George Custer, this new biography of George Custer. You know why they hated the Native Americans? Because they called them cowards. Because they would come in, shoot you, and the second one of their guys died, they all left. And the, they're like, well, what do you mean? You only shot us, we didn't get time to shoot you. Yeah, they're smarter strategy than the American army. British, so don't, you want to win the war. The war for everybody here is living a good life in your definition, whether it be helping the world, happiness, family, whatever it is. Battles are insignificant. Withdraw quickly from battles. It it is possible to do that too much. There are people who quit right before they'll succeed. Quit on products real quick, really. I'll give you an example. I launched a travel CEO, and I thought in some preliminary surveys I did that it would beat social media marketing agency. No. It converted. It was very profitable. But I would say 70% as profitable as SMMA. And there was that impulse in me to be like, no, let's keep pushing travel. We're going to keep it as somewhat of a sideline product. We've gone back to highlighting SMMA because it's not my goal to win a product battle. There's never, I never woke up in life and goes, you know what was a goal of mine? To be 90 years old, look back and be like, the travel CEO product. Be everything because I got smarter and smarter as an entrepreneur and my last product will always be. Nope. Mine is live a good life. If the social media marketing agency gets more conversions, I will push that as my premier product. Now, I'll do some tests a little bit, but don't work harder. I'm telling you. And the second I learned this thing, my life got better. I mean, I've learned it over a series of years, but... Less, put one ounce in. One day they're going to have cars. You're going to put a thimble full of gas and it's going to go 500 miles. Or you're going to be like Elon Musk, you're going to put zero gas in it and it's going to go 500 miles an hour. You're just going to put a solar panel on the top. That's it. I mean, that's where it's going to be in five years. Then eventually it'll be hydrogen. It'll take it out of the air, moisture, and drive your car. Less and less inputs. One day some of you here working 12 hours a day are going to be like, I could have done this all in three to four hours a day. I think the goal should be three to four hours. They say you can focus on a project for about three to four hours. If you find yourself working 12 hours a day, it's either temporary or a huge mistake. But not four hours a week. That's too little. If you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways, here's all you have to do. Number one, subscribe to my podcast and then secondly leave an honest review of my podcast what do you think of it all right i pick random reviewers to win either an iphone 7 a gopro black a macbook air ipad kindle and then i've been doing these uh once a month free car giveaways giving away a mustang or camaro to one random social media follower podcast followers are entered into that too so You'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right. I hope you win one of the giveaways. Talk to you soon. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out.